Thank you. Take two. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Trolling Stone Podcast. Um, it is Sunday. It is nine ten Central and what seven ten Pacific? Correct. And uh, my normal co-host is in Florida, and also it's Valentine's Day. So um, we did this thing where we recorded on Thursday. Um, we did an interview and then we did like our normal, like the week cause just doing like the bracket, all the wrap up stuff. And, uh, Jackson was like, Hey, I'll send you that audio file, uh, in the morning. And I was like, okay. And in the back of my head, I was like, um, this seems like a bad idea, but I'm just gonna, we're just not gonna address it. Needless to say, the audio file never got sent. I never reminded him. I immediately forgot all about it. And then today I was going to edit it and I was like, holy shit, um, we don't have a podcast this week. <laughs> and so I hit up my wonderful friend Richard and I was like, hey, dude, you want to uh, throw me a little bone here? And also we have a fun story about today. So here we are. Yeah, um, to be quite honest with you, I thought I was just going to tell the story, but I guess I'm co-hosting this podcast this week. Cool. Uh, that's the old, I, I do the old bait and switch where I'm like, hey, you want to do this quick thing? And then it turns into a whole big thing. Absolutely. I was sitting on my brand new futon after I went for a run and I was just like, I saw your Instagram story and I was like, oh, I remember this. Told you a little story and you're like, yeah, come on the pod and tell. And I was like, okay, but here we are. Here we are. All right. So without further ado, we have a wonderful uh, interview for this week. Um, she's pretty famous. She's way more famous than us um, and also significantly more attractive than either of us or the other co-hosts. So uh, Bryn Bowden, everyone. And now for something completely different. But yeah, uh, we don't have, I mean, especially compared to our guest here, we have like minimal clout. We are the ants of the clout game. I mean... I guess I always say it. I got a lot of 13 year olds who talk about me pretty extensively. <laughs> They're pretty um, popular with the 13 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, welcome to the Trolling Stone podcast. Um, a long time friend, acquaintance, um, someone we went to high school with, uh, someone who has um, not talked to us in years for reasons <laughs> we completely understand. I just. <laughs> I want to get right out there. I completely understand why you don't want to talk to us. That's fine. That's not true at all. I still am in contact with quite I'm a few kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Bryn Bowden, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How is LA treating you? How has LA treated you in the past? And uh, why do you hate it? How do you know? Did I already tell you I hated LA? No, everyone that lives there <laughs> hates LA. That's just like... <laughs> It's like a love-hate. Like, um, when I first moved here for about the first six months, I hated it. But I already signed a year lease. So I just told myself to stick it out for the year. And, like, there were, like, several breakdowns where I would just get on a plane and go home for a weekend. Like, not even tell anyone and just go and yeah. just stay at, like, just see my family. But 
once you get like everyone says you have to stick it out a year and if you don't you'll never come back but if you stick it out a year you'll most likely never want to leave yeah so once I hit that year point that was like definitely true because then I didn't want to leave and I couldn't see myself living anywhere else and then I was really happy here like right after the year mark and then it was about a year and a half was when COVID hit so then obviously LA completely changed it didn't feel like LA anymore yeah. and like I just felt unsafe being so far from home like I have no family out here that's so. what I think a lot of people are feeling that have you felt that especially in your industry that you've been able to successfully work from either remote locations or to continue being in LA um so like <clears> at <throat> first like I was actually so I just graduated college so I took like a year congratulations <laughs> I still haven't yeah <laughs> she's got that one more Italian class she's got to take and Spanish Spanish and he's got the degree what lo sientos mi amigos <laughs> As long as you get it, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there eventually. Oh, fucking drives a truck. Doesn't need a degree to drive a truck. <laughs> no. But no, work completely was done. Like when COVID hit, because you couldn't be in contact with anyone. You can't have people. You can have a makeup artist touching your face. You're on set usually with at least fifteen yeah. people, so everything was shut down. But then they kind of found ways to go about it. Like everyone on set will have a mask and then I have to get a COVID test before I come. And then they would cut the makeup artist and the hair and the stylist. So then I was actually doing the styling myself and the makeup and the hair myself. So like you actually have more of a responsibility now. So it was like that, like from March until maybe even the summer. And now it's more lenient and people kind of are like easing off, which sometimes freaks me out because I'll be on set and I don't know if like I actually ended up getting COVID, but prior to that, like I was living with my dad. So if I had to go to a job and then come home, like I didn't know if like me going to work was going to put like my family at risk. Mm. So everything was shut down in LA. That was the main reason too. why I was like, I need to just go home. That's brutal. Do you have any good, like, uh, Tom Cruise on set stories? Do anyone have any like really, really good meltdowns? Yeah. Like, like, like the that the, the Tom Cruise like to put people through college. There are some bad, bad, bad days. Yeah. So, so you I can imagine it's people, it's there are divas. Like it's usually like the creative director or maybe the photographer if they're like some big shot. Like they just treat you, especially models too. We're just not treated like we're humans. Sometimes they think you're mm. just like a doll or a robot. So they can be extremely disrespectful. And some of them, like the stylists, like come up to you and just like rip an earring out of your ear and like not even, yeah, just like little things. You're like, excuse me, like, not to touch me. That's what happened to my mom and her earlobe was split. She had oh to go, you could talk, you could like, I would always take her earlobe and talk. It looked like a dinosaur. I always kind of wanted that. That looked cool. A split ear, like a forked tongue, a forked earlobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a cool look, I think. I might uh, do that. Are you on the cutting edge of like fashion? Like next fall, like what should I be wearing? Um, I feel like corduroy is coming back. I've noticed, like full set corduroy, like Ben sweatshirt. I've seen courts and shorts. Listen up, Ben. Now courts and shorts are back, baby. <laughs> and UGG boots are coming back, which I'm really excited about. Wait for like everyone. I guess everyone now, right? Yeah. But remember, like, when we were in, like, sixth, seventh grade, like, it was... Yeah, like, oh, yeah. There and were yeah. some some gross Ugg boots out the, there. My favorite was when the, uh, like, part that was supposed to be touching your ankle was actually on the ground <laughs> of an Ugg boot. Like, they there's were just a, worn away. There's one specific person I'm thinking of that yeah, just I can had, think of a couple. 
<laughs> the gr- and they were just like you could tell their gait was all wrong yeah. so that they were just like just absolutely destroying that you know it was a good look it was the dingy ugg boot and then like the sesame street pajama pants that was oh. a great look. yes or like the really tacky victoria's secret yoga pants yep. <laughs> yes pink good lord <laughs> sixth grade <laughs> yeah. um I mean, but getting will, away from your i'll tell you right now i'll tell you right now it's no ugg boots in sixth grade anymore right now yeah yeah i can imagine no ugg boots in sixth grade like they're still ahead of you. Uh, well, I mean, I teach like uh, like city kids, so it's a lot of Jordans, a lot of Air Force Ones. Vans were big, like like I like I, we wore Vans because we were like white, tried to be skateboard kids. Like they're yeah. wearing Vans because it's like fashion statement now. Like there's we no were all like we know Jared Warren. Yeah, there's no utility <laughs> to a van anymore. Like they're not for skateboard. No. Actually, I feel like Vans have become an all-purpose shoe. Like, I see a lot of people well, yeah. lifting in Vans now. That's what I'm like, saying. Before, people just be, like, working in Vans. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? Before, here? Vans were for utility. I feel like we're, like, in class right now having a conversation. Nothing's <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to ask. It's like, what is your recollection of us in high school? Um, or just our high school. Because, well, like, I find that I have specific memories of various people throughout high school, and I want to know if you have any of us. Of course. Well, I feel like I was pretty close to both of you. We had yeah. a lot of classes together. Yeah. Like we were what they call smart people. Friend, like sixth grade. What? We were what they call smart people. Yes, you were yeah, smart yeah. people. Yeah. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I was just in the class for some reason. <laughs> I cheated a lot. I cheated a lot. I think Duncan, I would cheat off you all the time. You would help yeah. me full. We had that conversation. Yes. Vieira's <laughs> class where me and Duncan were the two old Muppets <laughs> in the corner and we would have the vocab book right on the heater. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my I God. had no idea. We, that was the only way I got through high school was like, I, I would either memorize things right before the, like the test or it was just cheating. It was like, how good can I be at cheating? And I was very good at it. I think academically my most stressful time was high school and then it's like college and then it's just like I have a class on hold I have a class on holding hands in college. I just feel like college is just time management, you know. Yeah. Just about chilling out really. Yeah. Something I wasn't good at. Oh god no. <laughs> no. Nope. Wasn't my strong suit. Hey Dunk, you going to class today? Mm. Nah. Pass. I'm all good. I'm gonna go take a shit instead. I remember you always. I don't remember you ever skipping class though in high school. Oh, no, no, <clears throat> never. But as soon as college happened, I was like, "Why? I it's, can teach this to myself. Why would I go to the class? There's 800 people in it. Are they really gonna notice me? No." I found out it's normal. <clears throat> we had norms in our high school that were like so much different than what I've ex- been exposed to as a professional. Now we had the norm of like, if you sh- don't go to class, if like you cut class, like you might as well fucking burn in hell like yeah like that doesn't happen like (laughs) that doesn't happen you know how many kids like i literally just like look at me and are like see you you never (laughs) and i'm like all right have a good one i just wouldn't go to school i don't know if you remember yeah there's that that yeah yeah yeah. but when you're at school it's like well fuck there's nothing to do like i'm going to class I mean, by the time second semester senior year old rolled around, I was a big fan of the come in late but get there early enough so that I could still go to baseball after school. Yeah. Well, you, and you lived close to the school. Like, you can just, like, yeah, so I just walk to school or like have my mom drive me. Wait, are you allowed to eat in class now, Jackson? 
Well, I'm so I'm remote, so I'm like I can do whatever I want. Gotcha. But, but like when you were not like when you weren't remote. Yeah, I did whatever I wanted. I would walk in and the kid there what about would be the like, kids though. Oh no. Take, I'm like, take that out. <laughs> like it's like uh, I always stand by my door and I'm like I also changed a lot of rooms, so I was like running all over my school because I just never had a, a room. And I'd be if I had time, I'd be posted up at one of my rooms and I'd see kids coming from lunch with like hot takis and hot Cheetos, and I'm like, nope. Mr. 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 Please. No. They're like, what do I they they go, what do I do? And I go, what do you do with food? Eat it now. And they eat it and they come in and their hands are Cheetos everywhere. And but then like I'll bust out like my like awesome salad that Wait, Sarah made for me. Danny Sarsha, like this is why I loved her. She'd always have like the best snacks like during class and everyone just would let us eat. So. Yeah, I mean I used to bring full breakfast. I'd go to the village like in the morning. Oh, village breakfast. That's a throwback. My version of breakfast was coffee and then smoking weed in the football field behind the school right before fucking algebra. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I and here we are. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, but can you take us through like uh, an abbreviated version of like, <clears throat> like, so you graduated high school, you went to Westfield and then what was your like journey to LA from there? There's been, so basically graduated high school was at Westfield. It was my second semester. I you were like, I fucking hate this shit. We did it so much and I hated college. I yeah. didn't like, I actually liked going to class. I didn't like the party and the social aspect of college. Interesting. Which is interesting because you know, I partied a lot. In high yeah. 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 So I almost think <clears throat> in college, I just like didn't want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah. So, um, I was always kind of interested in modeling. So I started submitting my photos to like different modeling agencies. And then I signed with an agency in Boston, like I want to say January of my freshman year of college and kind of just started from there. And it was more like an escape. Like I had an excuse to leave school. I like, I had an excuse to like drive home every weekend, like to say like, it wasn't because you're homesick, it's for work. It's like more, I guess you had more validation in that way. So I was doing that and then it got to a point like I just really wanted to leave Westfield. So I actually sent out applications to like UMass Boston, Salem State, UNH. My dad moved to New Hampshire already to like the beach house that yeah. we had. So he moved there. So I just changed my residency already. So then I had in-state tuition to UNH. And then prior to that too, I like, I think I just always wanted to travel and just like get out of new england so bad that was kind of why i moved down here exactly and i actually spent a semester in hawaii which was like it was kind of like a study abroad program but like within the u.s and if you go to another state school it's the same price so it was yeah. actually extremely affordable to like live in hawaii and go to like i was paying in-state tuition for hawaii prices so i did that for a whole semester and then from there transferred to unh and then was there for a year. And then I was modeling and working so much. I had to put all my classes on Tuesday and Thursday. So like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was like going to castings, going to jobs, getting on a plane, a train to New York, like and like angry. Like I just felt like school was holding me back from working. And I just didn't want, like I just, it was, I don't know. I just wanted to leave school so bad, but I was like, no, I have to finish. And then finally, like that summer, I, my dad was very against modeling. Like he was like this, 
So I told him I had an internship in New York City, but really I just signed with an agency <laughs> and moved there Jeez. and started working. And then like week two, I called him. I'm like, I don't have an internship. I'm <laughs> and he was so angry at me. And it got to a point where I just was like, if you're going to hold me back, like then it's going to hurt our relationship. And it's like, I'll do things like more against you. And finally he was on my side and he was like, okay, model for a year see where it goes just please go back to school because i had want to say three more semesters left for my transferring yeah. like i had a little bit more than a year left so i just come took a leave of absence and then from there left lived in new york lived in miami lived in istanbul lived in milan lived in barcelona <laughs> for a little then came back wanted to quit because i was like really overwhelmed by like the industry and how messed up it was and then kind of like got like a restart and then went back to New York back to Miami and then finally like lived in LA and stayed there the longest so Istanbul is in Turkey <laughs> correct <clears throat> what so like is it true that Istanbul is like the capital of hair transplants what? I don't know I've never heard that <laughs> we just I there's so, someone went to a, a place in Turkey and got a hair transplant that, yeah, that country was terrifying. Yeah. Really? That's you what mean, I also wanted the, to ask the civil, you. The civil unrest wasn't cool? <laughs> I would say I was American and they would spit at me. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. That's brutal. What was, so was Istanbul the only place abroad that you lived? Simbolon. Yeah. How was, was your experience like living, like actually living abroad as an American citizen? Um, in Milan, it was great. The Italians definitely love Americans and they're, they're like the beat city yeah <laughs> they have a warm culture like everyone was just nice. yeah, yeah I felt safer there yeah. than I did actually I think in Miami and New York I can see that it seems like they're they're those type of communities are very based or those types of places are based very much in like community and all having like each other's backs and stuff whereas I feel like it's very cutthroat in some cities here well, Milan is very uh metropolitan like it's it's like a, a city now, I would like to be in like old country, like Venice. That'd be nice. Is Milan the Disney movie? I. That's Milan. I, no, I think it's set in Milan, though. <laughs> I think it's set in Milan. That's why they named it Mulan, <laughs> Milan. I mean, potato, potato. You Walt know? Disney just said, "Fuck it." Speaking of that, the new Mulan movie was really good. I thought. A lot of people didn't. Doesn't like have it. any songs in it. I thought I liked it. It was, it was more of an Bring action. Honor to Us All is my favorite, one of my favorite Disney songs of all time. Bring Honor to Us All. So, but then how is Istanbul? Terrible? Just like From scary? Disney, like, okay, I get on a, first of all, we were in the, we were in the red zone. No Americans could go there. And then it was lifted. And I went two weeks later. So, nice. yeah. So I get there and basically you have like a driver and like this, you have a driver and he's, he acts as if like, he's like the house mom. And they, it's like this, it was like this Turkish man. He picked me up in this white van. So like, I get, <laughs> like, like, van. you're like right off the bat. This is a terrible start. Like, everything you could not do, like fly to Turkey. That's like basically where, wasn't like taken filmed there. I was like, I'm, this yes. is <laughs> <laughs> And I get off the plane and like my phone isn't working. 
and I had to like connect to Wi-Fi. No one's speaking my language and everyone's staring at me because you stand out. Like you just look like yeah, an American. Yeah. I didn't want to talk because I didn't want people to hear my voice either. Like I, some people thought I was Russian or Polish and I'd just go along with it. Yeah, you were just and like, then, keep like, my mouth shut. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think they like the Russian or Pol- Polacks either. There, so. <laughs> I have rules. Like, like my agent sent me like, you're going to get off the plane and then you're going to meet this guy. I think his name was like East. Some or some, I can't remember, but you're gonna meet this guy and he's gonna be standing in front of a white van. I was like, oh my god! And I walk out and I'm like, I keep saying his name and like he couldn't understand what I was saying, and so he didn't like confirm it. And I just like hopped in the van and we started driving. You fucking sent it. And like he kept saying like model, model, and I was like, this could be such a trap. Like you could be like, oh yeah. Like it was bad. There were like 15 other white vans going model, model, model. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just a Russian roulette of white vans. (laughs) Then he drives me to the house, and it was like three different floors. And it was two the bottom floor was the girls, the middle floor was like the kitchen, the living room, and the top floor was supposed to be the male models, but there was there were no guys there. But then every girl's from a different country, and you're in a bunk bed, and it's like it's actually pretty terrible. It's not glamorous at all. So I did that for two months. Every day, like eight a.m. and just yeah, it was awful. I didn't feel safe at all. <laughs> the the modeling life seems like um quite a grind. It is something that people don't respect. That, yeah, I don't think you yeah. see like you know the dark side of it. Yeah, because you don't you don't see the behind the scenes. You just see the final product, the picture the that's product touched up merch. and like yeah, and it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like when like you don't see how the sausage is made on our podcast, but then the final product is just like, Mwah. yeah. You know what I mean? Duncan has, to edit out, <laughs> Duncan has to edit out all the farts that I have. Pretty, pretty intense. Wait, so what made you guys want to start a podcast? <laughs> oh my God. We were drunk, probably in Amherst. Yeah. It started in college and we were just like, we just, I, I don't even remember why we were just like dicking around and we, we had just gotten, it was like right at the beginning of like the boom of podcasts. And so we were like, we could do this. And then like we every like, other two white guys were like, we could do yeah, this. we were like, we're white and we can talk. So let's do it. But we started it and we came up with the name, which I still think the name is like 10 out of 10. I'm still fully on board with that one we're all like yeah, um, fucking drone stuff yeah yeah we did it um but then we didn't really do it throughout college we did yeah. like a couple episodes we didn't really know we, like what to do we were busy with other shit there was a we, million other we, things i mean we got through a couple episodes but it was us huddled around duncan's laptop like none of that no mics no headset yeah. we were like talking like yelling into like the computer microphone and we had to be together and then we yeah we lost track of time i mean we were living together in amherst and then Amherst, I don't think we recorded anything in Amherst class. Dunk. I don't think we did either because we had the two dipshits yeah, running we, around all the time. We had Tweedledee and Tweedledee, Reno. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and um, then but so then, moved, yeah, yeah, so then we took like a hiatus. And then <clears throat> once uh, the pandemic hit, we were both like, we don't have anything to do. So mm-hmm. we, I think Jackson, you actually were like, let's. Yo, we should do the podcast again. We had done a couple episodes like summer of last year, I think. Yeah, we like smattered a bunch of well, no. But then like my that was we yeah. did an episode right before my life fell apart. And then it was like six months of like figuring stuff out. And then pandemic hit and we were like, all right, like let's do this. And then by then we had figured out like the technology and the audio and like all that kind of stuff and how to get it out like 
on Apple Podcasts, on yeah. Spotify, like everywhere. And so like we actually like legitimately were like we could do this like before, somewhat reasonably. Before we were doing it on SoundCloud and we could only have three podcasts up at a time. So it was just a constant like loop of like us deleting. Yeah. Like honestly, like the early shit where we're like huddled on your futon together in Amherst class in, in Washington Tower. Some of that was beautiful. I remember we yeah. had like, what would Eminem do or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> we, like, yeah, we had the stupidest segments. The <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's our kind of story. Well, it's um, COVID and quarantine started that like really jump started this again for you guys. Yeah, and also it's like it's cool because we have kind of like throughout the pandemic, like there's some people who are like, yeah, we legitimately like listen to your podcast like every week, and it's also like. I think it's fun that it's like kind of a way to bring our friends together a little bit and like reconnect with people like you who we haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. I mean, we're having Becca Smith on later this week, Bridget. I mean, like we've had a bunch of random people on. Oh yeah. I mean, that was when we started doing the bringing people on, we fully like headlong into, we're literally just making this for our friends because yeah. no one's going to get like, we're again, we're fucking talking about, we bring up Miss Vieira like fucking yeah, two, no one knows two times an episode. Is, yeah. Uh, the Bridget one was hysterical. Uh, yeah, Bridget one was awesome. The shower milk was pretty fucking funny. We've had Jared on. We've had Becca Skutak on. We've had uh, Ryan Slack. We've had we Dickie. Had we've had Dickie, Ben. Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's nice been quite a journey. It's nice to see where everyone's at, too. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's also like a cool way for like, I don't know, my mom listens to it. And like, I don't, I don't tell her all of my life, you know, I kind of put a lid on it. So she's smoking weed right before algebra class. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Susan was doing that with Duncan. In the football. Yeah. Yeah. She was, it was me and her and it was Johnny Hopkins and we're blazing that shit up every day. And <laughs> <laughs> the football fields at eight in the morning. Um, Bryn, what is your go-to McDonald's order? Mm, a medium fry and an Oreo McFlurry. No, no protein. The, the model diet. <laughs> I got really sick off of their one of their uh, like happy meals when I was a kid, and like ever since then I just can't uh, eat it. Really? You ever have the the McDonald's and turkey? Mm-mm. I like won't eat any of their protein. I just don't trust it. So what's your? So then, what is your? If you're getting fast food, are you in and out? Yeah, I'll have In-N-Out, I'll have Shake Shack. I just can't have a McDonald's burger. I okay. Do. But I have okay. Shake Shack all the time. I think I have okay. Shake Shack like at least. I'm going to never had that. And I prefer Shake Shack over any other place. I've so. never had Shake Shack or In-N-Out. Oh, oh they're both great. <laughs> do they have In-N-Outs in like Texas? I don't know about Texas, but I know in Arizona they do. Colorado, maybe? Maybe Colorado. Because it's just a West Coast thing. Definitely. Yeah. Like, definitely like all throughout California, too. Well, the... Does LA have Kelly's roast beef? I don't think so. <laughs> have you been able to find any good East Coast food in LA? <clears throat> not really. Like that's one of my biggest frustrations yeah. with not yeah. be is it's like find like a greasy bagel with like it. Like there's not even a fucking bagel store yeah, here. Yeah, like, that's you can't find bagels. Everything's gluten free and vegan and like it. You eat healthy, so it's great. I feel better here, but. See, that's the opposite. Down here, it's just fried chicken, fried chicken, and fucking fried chicken. But I mean, dude, Hattie B's is fucking unbelievable. Dude, like, I would have. I, I got party foul last night, which is like. Yes, uh, I've had party foul. Oh, I had it for the Super Bowl. I was like, done. So, 
10 piece wing and a chicken gumbo. See you later, bud. I almost <laughs> threw up in the gym afterwards. <laughs> I was doing abs. I was like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I am interested, um, in your, like, I guess your insights and or strategies when it comes to Instagram. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm actually not that good at Instagram compared to my friends. I mean, compared to us. <laughs> well, let's night see. Night and I day. Have, this, this is going to sound psychotic, but maybe it will help. But um, I have this app called the Preview app. Okay. So you can basically like put up your photos before posting them and see what it looks like on your grid and like plan it out. Okay. Does it, does it actually put it up? No. no. So it doesn't no, actually but it, photos, okay. but you can just see what it looks like if you're trying to go for like a color scheme or you have like it's an aesthetic, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. definitely use that. And then you're supposed to post like three times a week for the algorithm and to like get likes and comments um but I don't know I kind of just I try to not get too involved with that like I actually get yelled at for not posting certain things and not posting enough but just like gets to a point I I need to get over that but it's just tough that I have like close friends from home that like don't understand Instagram and like my job so it can come off I don't know I can definitely rub people the wrong way versus like when you're in LA my friends here post every single day on their story they you know know what they had for breakfast you already know they went to the gym they're posting everything and it's almost like I talk about it with some of my east coast friends that are in the industry too if you come here you kind of like it's like you get sucked right in you yeah. don't even realize you're doing it. And then when I go back and I'm like living at home, it's like, I'll be, am I like, I'll kind of stay off the grid more. And I like that better. And then my friends in LA are like, why aren't you posting? Why aren't you doing your job? But I don't do you, know. So do you like go on Instagram as a normal person or is it purely just like a business for you? It's purely a business. Like okay. I'm very careful what I post because I have agents following me and certain yeah. brands and like photographers. So if I post a photo like fucked up, like take uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like I don't know, like it's tossing out like a racial slur or something. Like someone we know that just did that, you know, that would be a tough look. <clears throat> not good. Not good. What did what did this time? <laughs> Stop. I would have to put so many fucking beeps in this episode. You suck, fucking asshole. Um, but no, because we we were wondering um, why you unfollowed us. But that no, that but that was I wanted to ask the question without like directly asking it because I'm not trying to be a dickhead about it. I just genuinely am curious. Like, but that the way you explained it makes a lot yeah. more sense. It's my online portfolio, basically. Exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. Duncan won't tag you when we put this, this episode up at all. <laughs> so you stay clean. I also, like, I felt like I, high school for me was really hard, social-wise, family-wise, and just, like, I kind of feel like I just wanted to detach myself from Georgetown. Like, I actually just got lunch maybe a month ago. No, I got dinner with Mackenzie a month ago, and she was filling me in on everything and I had no idea about anyone just because I unfollowed everyone I just really wanted yeah. to mm. I guess walk away from that life which is kind of sad thinking about it now but it's like I just yeah. moved away and just kind of like forgot about I home. mean that's fair I think I 
I had similarly, but it was like after yeah. college, I was just like, I, I, my family, yeah, my family was like kind of falling apart. My fucking everyone was just like doing the same shit. And I was just like, all right, yeah, it's time to get out. Let's fucking go see something. And honestly, like out of all the places I could have picked, I think Nashville's a Nashville. half decent one. Yeah, it is. I mean, falling a girl. It's Wait, yeah. <laughs> no, I was, and then I that. Oh, yeah. well, you're meant to be there. All right, peace. Right. Yeah. Now he has. Is. Now he's got his nice roommate, Diddy Kong, and the cuddle. Yep. Yes, we uh we actually have a one bedroom apartment, and we just spoon it's a, every night. It's a Murphy bed. <laughs> Comes out from the wall. We share it. No, but I mean, like, Nashville, and, like, especially, like, growing up in Georgetown is, like, something I talk about, is, like, when everything closed at, like, 9 o'clock every night, and, like, that was what we grew up with, that's what we're used to, and now it's, like, I come to a city, and it's, like, there's a bar legitimately underneath my apartment, like, there's, everything's open till midnight, even right now, right now, you can go and get a drink until midnight, anywhere in the city, and it's just, like, that change i mean you can argue about the politics and whatnot but like just having stuff to do all the time and like having a city and like an urban environment is i felt like it was what i needed oh yeah i just drink in my apartment yeah i mean that's what i do too but i just at least there's options i could go outside you know i mean i i to put my two cents in there i definitely have different a different friend group than I did when we were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I really like everyone does. Yeah. I am now hanging out with all the baseball goons instead of any of the lacrosse guys because they all moved away. Uh, That is Scott's in New York. Jared's still in Newport. Luke is in Texas. Wow. I didn't know that. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Like that man is pretty sure he's still in Texas. That man is off the grid. Yeah. But we do still have like, I mean, I still have, like, all Jackson and everyone from back home that I still, like, keep in touch with regularly and stuff like that. But yep. So, I didn't I didn't completely cut off, like... Yeah, we FaceTime, like, once a day, Dunk. Yeah. No, Ju- Jackson? Ju- still my best friend. And, like, mm. you guys know she's been my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. We, nothing has changed at all. Which yeah. That's nice. She's going to be my maid of honor, 100%. So. That's cool. Can I officiate your wedding whenever you get married? Sure. <laughs> it's too Dunk. <laughs> You got, you got me. I'm already, got I'm already an ordained, an ordained minister, so I'm just trying to get people to let me do it. Okay, sure. Yeah, I so already told you. I'm you have to dress up like you got to dress up like Elvis for mine. That's fine. I'll I do whatever. Gut, I want the gut and everything. I am basically you just you. There's a like a small amount of money you pay, and you can do whatever you want with. Can it. you give me like your impression? Like I want, I want the real deal. Like give me, give me the arm roll. <laughs> and, uh, I. I can't do an Elvis voice, I don't think. What did he sound like? It was Fucking like the twang. Yeah, it was deeper. He was like, hello, everybody. No, that's Johnny Cash. Never mind. <laughs> I got those mixed I'll, up. Here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to go to Memphis on my way to Denver yeah. next week. I'm going to stop in. I'm going to just visit the little Elvis thing. I'm going to listen to some stuff. And I'm going to get in my Elvis. And then I'll send you a nice video of What is it called? It's called like? Graceland. Graceland, yeah. Yeah. Come on, you gotta know that. There's also Dolly Land. Have you ever been to Dolly Land? That's all about Dolly Parton. She's got her own little well, town. Dolly Parton has a she has a home like two blocks from me. And that's the whole story. Awesome. <laughs>
<laughs> Sweet deal, dude. Unless you're telling me you see Dolly Parton, I don't know, sunbathing. I don't care. What? Into celebrities or like country singers or? Um, like every once in a while, but not very frequently. I yeah, mean, like well, people like people like Theo Vaughn are like walking around, like like stuff like that. But like everyone here is like. Like, I feel like in LA, it's like this, there's like a, a status of being a celebrity, but in Nashville, it's like, if you're famous, you still just act like a normal person for the most part. That's like, there are some dickheads, but for the most part, it's just like Theo Vaughn's just like wandering around fucking 12 South getting something to eat. Like, he's in Starbucks with his dick out. I did see, I used to see Yellow Wolf a lot when I worked at Starbucks. That was sick. He's a good guy. I saw Keith Urban one time at Starbucks. Yeah, that's right. Keith Urban and, Nicole, and Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, both came in. And I was like, hi, I don't really know who you are, but that's cool. You guys are cool. I mean, I know who they are, but I, it's not my, it's not my so- cup of tea. We still need to get on that guy that uh, Dylan is now like in like a three. Oh, yeah. Um, him and his, that famous guy and his girlfriend. What is his name? Not actually no, in a threesome, Brandon. I followed worry. him on Instagram as soon as you said that. It's like Albert... Uh, is it Albert? I want to say Albert King, but it's that's an Albert. old black um, player. Fuck. What is but, his name? Yeah, you told me that uh, they like... Marcus King. Marcus Mar- King. Yeah, like a country... <clears throat> Marcus like, King band. Like our, our R&B blues guy, and that what Dylan like met the girlfriend at Bar Taco, and then like, they he became just started friends, hanging yeah. out with him. He's like a full-on full, full on, like touring recording artist. Yeah. Um, Bryn, how many famous people do you know? I feel like I know, I, don't, I wouldn't really say like, I feel like they're like C or D. Celebrities. I was just about to say, we want C and above. Yeah. I'm no, like, that's I'm- cool. No, no, no. I want like the random famous people. Do you like hang out with any famous people? Um, like a couple, but like, yeah, I don't know. Not, not to brag. <laughs> not a big deal. Well, I used to work at Rumble Boxing when I first moved Oh, to- Yeah. Actually, you know, like Justin Bieber and Scooter Braun, they invested in that music. Mm-hmm. Celebrities would come in every day. So Justin Bieber would come up and Westwood, uh, James Franco, like Strangers Things cast, everyone would come in. John Mendez, everyone. That's wild. I mean, I'm what once met Joe, I- Ke- Joe Keery's sister at Amherst. Wow. Yeah, so real brush with fame we have. Yeah. That was something you had to get used to really quick, especially working there. Yeah. We had a protocol. When Justin Bieber would walk in, we would have to take him to the PT room and close the door because everyone would just like freak yeah. out. And yeah. the first time, and I'm not kidding, I thought I almost passed out. Like I felt like in my face. <laughs> Probably the most famous person you could see. And like, especially our generation. So I was yeah. like, God. I think like, I think The Rock is probably up there. I'd be starstruck by The Rock, too. Yeah, like, were that you, dude is, like, internationally. Yeah. Dunk, were you at the Grog when John Cena was there or no? No, I wasn't. I missed that. I missed um, that. Fuck, what was – I was just going to ask you something. I have a poster of Bruce Springsteen. That's about as close as I can get. Oh, do you think you can beat me up, Bryn? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <sighs> okay. I was just wondering. I didn't know like what your what your relationship with the boxing gym was like. I, maybe you're fucking. I think I could definitely like kick really hard and spit in your face and. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what what 
I mean, not WWE. I think they're spitting on each other in WWE. Joke's on you because I'm into that. Attacking me, I would do anything I could to, like, fight you. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. But I more meant, like, in, like, a sanctioned match of, like, yeah, yeah, where it's, like, we're having fun. We're kind of sparring. Join, join shot, groin shots are allowed. Why did I say join shots? Groin shots are allowed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Any, do- any, any music that you're currently listening to that you're, like, into? Yeah. Um, it definitely varies. Like, if you looked at my Spotify, you'd be horrified because it just yeah. every type of genre. That's, that's us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like the band. I was going to bring this up. Lanny, because they actually started in Nashville. It's okay. a, I think he's from Oklahoma. I don't know if you've ever heard of their music. I vaguely. So, Is it spelled L-A-N-N-Y? L-A-N-Y. And they yeah. kind of remind Ooh, me of like a yeah. Oh, no, this is, yeah, Malibu Nights. That's, like, their big hit. Malibu Nights is sick. I love all their songs, especially that album is one of my favorites. <clears throat> so I feel like they're really up and coming, and I started listening to them about, like, a year ago. They just dropped an album yes. in February. No, that, that was two That's days ago. this month. Yes, that is currently. Yeah. The, the, the days, they blend <clears throat> together. Do you listen to any, like, podcasts or anything? Yes, I listen to My Favorite Murder, um, sometimes Crime Junkies, definitely all the crime. I love anything crime-related. And then Pretty Big Deal by Ashley Graham. It's more motivational. Like, she interviews people of all different types of uh, field, like, working in different fields. So she'll interview, like, models, but also designers or the women who started The Skim. I don't know if you know what The Skim is. Yeah. The, the milk? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was a different. That was a different pair of women. They did the milk and. <laughs> but she just she interviews business women, so it's just interesting to hear how people start got you know found their. That's way. like that. Uh, there's like an old like New York housewife, like the Rally Show, that she started a podcast, and she's like she has like fucking like Brad Pitt and oh, wow. like Oprah. And she had uh, Kamala Harris on. I've listened to a couple of them when she has like some crazy, like big people. And it's strictly like, she's an entrepreneur and it's strictly like, well, how did you become famous in your field? And what like, do you have for like financial advice? Like, I think she talked to Brad Pitt about like, you're, yes, you're famous and you're a great actor, but like, what are you doing to like save money? And he went into like his budget. He was like, I'm investing in GameStop. Yeah. Especially someone like Brad Pitt, I actually listened to a podcast with him about how he like first started acting and how he made his big break. And he said he was like, just like a busboy in like a restaurant. Oh, he was in Oklahoma. Yeah. And he was like trying I, to get your uh, SAG card. You have to actually have a speaking role, even if you're just like, hey, what would you like for a drink? Then you immediately get your SAG card. And it's like much easier to get cast in like certain roles. Yeah. And he said that he kept trying to be like, do you want another beer? And like just kept saying things and like the director kicked him off the set. Yeah. I, Mark, Mark Marin, the comedian, had him and DiCaprio on when they were touring for that last Quint, uh, Tarantino movie. And uh, he got into that story on how he just, just wanted to get a sack card. And it was funny because the two of them, it was the most like natural I've ever heard the two of them speak because they're usually like either in a movie or like on a red carpet trying not to say dumb shit. Um, and yeah, Leo was like, he was four and it was in like a commercial and that was how he got to start. 
And then he was in like 21 Drum Street as like a 12 year old. And then Brad Pitt, yeah, was like performing in like literally like bumfuck nowhere, Oklahoma plays. And then he was like, fuck it, I'm going to LA. And then, yeah, he got on a couple things. He was a model too. Yeah. It was very cool to like hear their like uh, very natural. And yeah, and then they're on top, they were like making fun of each other and like giving each other shit. Because it was a comedy podcast, it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's kind of like what we're trying to do, except um, we just want to ask you random ass questions. <clears throat> Not motivational, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, you drink a lot of coffee, yes? Oh. Um, I watch your Instagram stories every once in a while, so I like just constantly, what's your go-to order if you're getting, let's say if you're going to Starbucks? It's like a Saturday, it's a Saturday morning and you're like, I'm trying to get the best cup of coffee. Uh, probably a cappuccino. Okay. I used to, I used to love it's very basic, but a vanilla iced latte with oat milk. So good. I mean, it's a classic. Classic, but that's probably my go-to, especially more like it comforts me. But yeah. I try plain black coffee with like a splash of oat milk. I uh, my my tip for you is try out the. Have you ever had a flat white? This is try this is Duncan's. This is Duncan's claim to fame i will hang my hat on this yeah it's because it's ristretto shots and then if you get it blonde and get it i prefer it with coconut milk there you go yeah but yeah um we have some listener questions oh christ we can just run by you real quick um the first one was how much for feet picks my friend walking in of course this is the question (laughs) Um, I would never do feet pics. Okay. Hand? I was actually going to ask you, do you have any context for, like, hand and feet models? Um, I think, like, I've been asked to actually be a hand model before, but, like, just your agency, your regular modeling agency. Okay. Classic, okay. Classic yeah. yeah, I should. I don't think, I think there are specific models in New York. It's an episode yeah, of Seinfeld. I, I've always been told they have lovely hands. So I was thinking, I mean, this is not going to do it. So I might as well get something, you know, get something working. <laughs> I might have to go to the X-rated hand model business. <laughs> There's a niche. What Hogwarts house are you? Um, I believe I'm a Ravenclaw. Last time okay. I did it. Smart and intelligent. <laughs> I was yep. a Ravenclaw. Yep. Sounds about right. Um, what brand of toothpaste do you use? Colgate. Okay. Do you have any teeth whitening tips? Mm, baking soda. I'm, I, I'm thinking of, I was just talking to a coworker. I'm thinking of buying like the LED light thing because this is. I've heard those work. But yeah, I looked in the mirror the other day and got incredibly self-conscious about my teeth and immediately bought whitening strips. And I don't know if they're really doing anything. Yeah, I don't know. I would try baking soda. It was just you just just brush it on. Do you leave it? No. Like a paste out of it? Paste, yeah, you make a paste out of it. But I will okay. go on just put the baking soda on my toothbrush and brush my teeth. Hold on. You you looked in the mirror and it was just your teeth you were self-conscious about? Well, no. So the other the here's the thing, Jackson. We've come to terms with a lot of the other things. The teeth was a new one. And that was it really threw oh, me off I see. Yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It no, I, like, I yeah. It was like when you chirped me about my hairline. I was like, oh. No, hey, I do, I need to, about- do I need to go to Turkey right now? Yeah. 
Uh, no, I was talking shit. Like fucking New Year's, my fucking fat ass face was yeah, all I could I've see. Also New Year's I got a Eve, fucking neck gullet going on. There was like there was kind of, I, the I went up to Portland for New Year's Eve with Salt and and Gus, and I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. Every picture I took, I was like this, oh. and I didn't have a beard. It was just like double fat chin and my gross ass mustache, and I'm like, this is good. See, that's why we use our voices instead of our faces. You know what I mean? We're, no, I just uh, got to start going like this. The podcasting is, is our claim to fame because it's like if you have to look at this the whole time, it's not going to be – no one's going to have fun. Um, do you prefer warm light or white light? Warm. Good answer. Why are you asking me that question? It was one of the listener questions. It was the listener questions. Okay. I don't know. Warm light. I think it's a little more flattering. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's, and it's also just like when you're in bed or something, you want to have a warm, you don't want to have like a fluorescent fucking, you feel like you're in surgery. Um, what is your favorite Batman villain? Uh, probably Bane. Wow, that. But, I don't know. It was, no, 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 that was like unexpected. I feel like if you're put on the spot, like I wasn't ready for that question. I would have just been like, Joker. That's like, I, I like was obsessed with all the Batman movies growing up. Yes, because I remember that's I think that's why we became friends in like sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a me question. I said it was from a listener, it was from me. I lied. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> um, Jackson, are you ready for the good, the bad, and the ugly? So we can wrap this up so Brink can go hang out with a roommate. Yes. So uh this is uh, a segment we do called Good, Bad and the Ugly, where it's like uh what is it? Uh pitchforks over or under so you just tell us is it overrated or underrated but we add in a little twist where you can also call something really bad which is ugly so it's good bad or the ugly um the state of florida good bad or ugly good <laughs> congratulations state of florida <laughs> good I the, love the brin seal of approval i love yeah. miami i'm sorry <laughs> dangerous maybe not keanu keanu reeves good he seems like a very under actor he's also like he's good there's a bunch of stories where it's like he like from he offers up like a seat on a train to like a pregnant woman also him just taking public transportation like on the subway love it and and he like and he being like how's your family doing and then like someone being like oh like we missed rent and then he like pays for their apartment or something like that i've heard great things about him um good about the ugly leaving a voicemail Ooh. Bad. I love lovely voicemails. voicemails. I love a good voicemail. I love. I don't like getting voicemails because it's usually like my grandfather that I don't want to talk to. Okay, that I love that. I say getting a voicemail is terrible. I think. Yeah, most of the time. Like, you miss you. You missed another year went by, Jackson. You haven't been to the dentist another year. Yeah. I'm like, oh, is that why I'm self conscious about my teeth? Ah, this is all making sense now. Here we go. The um, portrait mode. Ugly. Mm. I, had a, I had a good one taken away recently. Yeah. So I'm, I'm riding high on portrait mode. <laughs> Do you edit your own Instagram pictures or does someone else edit your Instagram pictures? Um, depends. 
Okay. It's the photo I take off my iPhone. I'll edit it myself. That makes a lot of sense. That was kind of a dumb question, I'm realizing. <laughs> it was, Duncan. Uh, spreadsheets. Good. I love spreadsheets. Good. Oh. I hate a spreadsheet. <laughs> I love a spreadsheet. Love a spreadsheet. Well, Let me tell you. Just put it on a fucking Word document. It's the same shit. No, there's two types of people. There's the people who appreciate spreadsheets and the people who don't. I'm a type... I'm a type B teacher. You go on TikTok, you see type B teachers where there's papers fucking everywhere. And there's yeah. like, I, I like, I leave class and my entire arm is just dry erase. That's me. Yeah. Hate, hate spreadsheets. Uh, Visco. Good. I love Visco. Really? I just don't, what, can you, what is the point of it? Um, for me, it's more like a photo journal and I'm not self-conscious of what I throw up on there. Like I just, okay. On my visco. So and for for you, it's like Instagram is like a portfolio, like a, a business thing. But then visco is like your personal. Also, like you can put anything you want. You can put yeah, ten photos of sunsets. It's like it's not it really well. Other all the dicks I draw in my notebook. Yeah, visco was very much like the when we were like in high school or middle school and Instagram first came out. It's like, oh, that girl's private. Why not just click on her visco? Because it's always it's not that's not yeah. gonna be private. And then you get a good yeah. look. Yep. I just never understood because like why oh, not Instagram and a Visco? It's like you have seven hundred Instagram followers. Why do you have a Visco? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's just nice to have all your photos. Like I had yeah. photos six years ago, so it's nice to actually scroll down and see like how much has changed. Yeah. Um, I only have one more. Uh, Kings of Leon. Good. Driving in LA. Ooh. Ugly. There you go. I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Um, I, I think part of it for me is because Nashville is awful. Like mm. they don't, they don't have to take driver's ed. What? <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, I, I see people do things and I'm like, um, uh, what? It's like, here's your gun. Here's your car. Have fun. Y'all yeah. have fun out there. Um, but for me, I think it's partially that we grew up in a place that is so like driving Massachusetts is terrifying sometimes, but it's like everyone is for the most part a good driver, and like we un we follow the rules. But then it's like you get down here, or I I've never been to LA, but I'm assuming that it's similar, where it's like people just do whatever they want. It's there's no rules, and that's when I'm like, I mean, what are we doing here, people? Is it so much traffic because there's so many cars on the road, or is it because there's so many accidents? I want to say a little bit of both and they're just oh, not yeah. like if it rains there are oh, so yeah. many aren't used to driving god forbid it sprinkle a little bit oh. we're we're all doing five under the speed limit on the highway fucking mouth breathers i tell you i just got splashed by a car when i was walking my dog yesterday i was like i'm, I'm sorry for your loss and then i flipped off the car and then they flipped me off and it was great i went about my day Always right in the world. Oh yeah. All right. Well, Bryn, I appreciate you taking the time mm, for to come on and hang out with us. Um, I'm sorry that I fucked up the time. I despise time zones. Um, We're all on different time zones, correct? Yes. Seven o'clock. I'm about to have dinner right now. Six o'clock. I'm about to go grocery shopping and then go to the gym. <clears throat> but yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Um, yes. Taking the time. Up with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
feel free to come back anytime. Yeah. We're always happy to have you on. We, I'm sure we can come up with more random shit to talk about. Yeah. Mm. We can ask you about your light bulb preferences, you know, just really delve into that kind of stuff. Do you like the staples when they go in or when they go out on the Ooh. You see that? They got, you got two settings on the staples. Sometimes the prongs go out. Sometimes they go in. I'm a, I'm, yeah. a big out, I'm a big out guy. Easier to take out. I handle easier a, pull, it's, handle it's a easier, lot of pain. Easier to pull out? So easy to pull out, dude. Okay. You have no idea. <laughs> and with that, uh, thank you again, Brent. Um, thank you. Have a good one. the Trolley Still podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, back in black. I'm wearing yellow. Richard's wearing black and yellow. Go Milan Lucic. Oh, that's fire. You know who I got a Milan Lucic jersey? Who? The person we don't talk about anymore. A goddamn shame. I hope it was... I want to go take it and burn it. Oof. They don't deserve it. Um, yeah, they don't. At all. Not even from Boston. Fucker. (laughs) I've had this t-shirt since 2009. Wow. I think. I think. That's legit. It was a long time. It's been a long time. He might not have been on the team in 2009. Don't quote me on that. But Oh, I guess Luch can do like the... You know how Brady chugs beers? Yeah, he does it with his teeth. Yeah, he does it no hands. That's right. Yeah. You also listen to Spit and Chicklets. I do. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so we're going to hop right into some music news. The first being that today... <clears throat> On the day, I don't remember this being the case, but it is Valentine's Day, and today is the five-year birthday of The Life of Pablo by the one and only Kanye West. And this is one of the few albums, as Richard can attest to, where I know exactly where I was and what I was doing when I listened to this for the first time. Yeah, uh, I think it's the only album that I can say that about. Um, let me see. There are definitely other albums I can say that about, but no, I newsflash, not a music listener, not an avid music <laughs> listener. So, you and I are different. We are uh, different sides of the pillow, if you will. Right, but here I am hosting, co-hosting, co-hosting a music podcast, guest co-hosting. Hey, you know, we all do weird shit sometimes. But, anyways. The date was apparently February 14th, is what they're telling me. But I don't remember that weekend being Valentine's Day. It was absolutely Valentine's Day. Okay, that's then a product of the consumption of substances that I was doing that weekend and not of uh, anything else. Um, But we, Richard and Ben, Salty Mang, our other sometimes guest co-host, um not even guest, just our sometimes co-host, um, came to visit me at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst. And it was six degrees below zero? Conservatively six degrees below zero, yes. It was so cold that we I had the corner room in Washington Tower. 
And the entire window was frozen. Just like couldn't couldn't see out the window. Nope. It was so cold that my parents didn't let me drive my '96 Volvo to Amherst. I took my mom's 2016 Kia Sorento. They were like, "Nope, that car will not survive this." Yeah, I got out of the car to get gas. Uh, I think it's like a a Getty or something right off the highway, right before you get to Amherst. Highway and two. Yeah. I got out of the car without a jacket on because me and Ben had just been cruising the whole way. Yeah. Um, and I almost cried how cold it was outside. <laughs> then I put my jacket on and I went to put gas in the car and it was so cold that the pump was not working. Yeah. They had one working pump out of, I think, six. Yeah. And it pumped like a gallon a minute because it was so goddamn cold. So these kind of stories are the exact reason why when it's like 28 degrees here and people are like, hey, it's so cold. I'm like, no, it's fucking not. It is not cold. You guys do not know what cold is. It is chilly. It is a bit frigid. It's nippy. Yeah, I mean, it's it is not cold. Yeah, no, this is nothing I've ever experienced in Nashville has been like unbearable as that like negative six snow on the ground. Like negative twenty with wind chill, right? Just absolute horseshit. The walk from the parking lot near, like the you know the big ass parking lot near those towers. Yes. Um, great radio, by the way, for people that don't know Amherst at all. Um, <laughs> so there's a a collection of towers called Southwest. It is a living area on campus, and then if you walk down the road. At the end of the road, there is a large parking lot in which tailgates are usually held, but also doubles as a visitor parking lot for that residential area. Right. So me and Ben ran the distance from that parking lot to your dorm. You had to come meet us outside to get us inside. Yeah. And then proceeded to go upstairs to your dorm, which... I don't know. What do you think it was? Like 20 feet by 20 feet? It wasn't big, but it was it was like big enough for a couple. It was easily big enough for the three of us. Oh, absolutely. Especially, yeah, in college, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't very big. I was either 19 or 20. I might have been 19. I, I was, was a th- sophomore at the time, so. Yeah, it was, it was right before I went to China. Yeah. So, uh, what, was I, what was I gonna say? Oh, proceeded to blackout in your room. Yeah, we just crushed. I believe at that time in my life, I was drinking rum, sprite, yes. and orange juice was yes. my drink of choice. Um, yes, I was drinking something along those lines. It might have been no orange juice. Yeah, yeah. Cra- crazy move for me right now. Thank you about it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just everything I drank in college, I look back on it and I'm like. What the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Do you remember what game we were playing? Xbox game. Was it Rory McIlroy PGA Tour? Rory McIlroy PGA Tour. I Absolutely plastered out of our minds. Yeah, yeah, blackout drunk. Uh, do you remember the guest appearance that we had too? Connor O'Grady showed up with, I think, two pounds of chicken wings. I'll no, I'll never forget this. This is you know when you bet oh, that I, okay. I I don't remember that at all. I do. It was I guess it was I was at more of a brownout when he came in because we had been texting him and being like he was like oh, I'm gonna come see you guys and we we're like oh great, 
And then he showed up like two hours after he said he was going to. Yeah. And had like two pounds of chicken wings. I think I had four. And then I don't remember what happened after that. That's incredible. What a legend. Because that's also my recollection of it was, I believe, because it was, it would have been the same like general calendar. Like, like this isn't making sense, but like, as far as days of the week, it would have lined up roughly with what this year is. Sure. So I'm, I'm assuming it was a long weekend for President's Day. So then no one was on campus. Absolutely not. So we the, were trying to find a place to go. Yeah, 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 and nothing was like even open. Nothing was happening, and it was yeah. so cold that I think your your friend like down the in a different tower or something was doing something, and we were like, dude, it's 11 p.m. and it, the temperature's dropping. Yeah, we were like, um, is it worth it to even go outside right now? And we collectively decided no was the answer. Right. Um, so yeah, blacked out. Woke up the next morning. This is where we get into Kanye. You and Ben, really, because, again, could not care any less. Um, we're trying to figure out how to listen to Life of Pablo without paying for title. Yeah. I think we ended up getting a free trial, if I remember. You ended up getting a free trial after about an hour of trying to, like, find it black market somewhere. Yes. And then we proceeded to listen to Life of Pablo, I think, two times through beginning to end. Yes. Also, I would like to note that this sticks out in my mind as one of, I would say, maybe in my top 10 most hungover I've ever been. Right. I no, was absolutely. Yeah, just absolutely just destroyed a shell of a human being at this point. Uh, I had no forethought to bring water like I would now. So. And again, you're a college sophomore, so you don't. We were indestructible, essentially, in our brains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I ended up drinking water. I think either out of the bubbler outside, which I kind of gross now to think about, but I think I drank water for like a solid ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, though, I think that I want to say I had the the a Brita filter at that point in time. I remember I was. Uh, maybe wearing, it, maybe it wasn't full though. I was wearing your Australian roommate. I forgot, completely forgot about this. Your Australian rugby playing roommate. His flip flops. I was wearing his flip flops that were too big for me. Drinking water. No, no, no. Yes, I did have the Australian roommate, but that was first semester. This was second semester. So this so was my who's the other kid? friend, Brad. Never mind that. He's a big dude. He went to uh, Central Catholic. Okay. Yes. Grew up in Methuen. Yeah, I was wearing his flip-flops. Yeah. That were way too big for me. Yeah. Drinking water. I ran into like five people that were like, hey, what's up, man? And I was like, uh, didn't say a word, I don't think. You shook your head at them. You were like, no. (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah. I think eventually, I know for a fact that we eventually like recovered. Enough yeah, to, was, we went and saw Deadpool. Yeah, we went to see a, was it a noon or a one o'clock showing? I don't remember. It was one of the two. I want to say it was a one o'clock showing. It was definitely that a might, matinee. Definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. a matinee. And we did not think about this at all. And it was the opening weekend. And we got there like 
five minutes before the movie started and I had to sit in the front row. Yeah, yeah. We had to sit in the front row because it came out on Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving, fuck. We were, it came out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because that yeah, was like yeah. a partial theme of the movie. And I remember walking in there and there were so many people. And I was still like hungover because I'm a baby back bitch about these things. Um, yeah. That I just wanted to sit down in this movie theater and just have it be dark and, and like rel- rel- relatively quiet except for the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. I immediately knew this was going to be bad news. I think I ordered two waters. Like I went to this the <laughs> concession stand and just got two waters. I definitely got at least one water, if not more. But I also vividly remember... I missed part of the movie because I had to get up partway through. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I took like a half hour shit in which part of it was shitting and part of it was just attempting to will myself to not throw up. Yeah, I remember. I actually, you just, that came right back into my brain when you said that. Because I remember you left and like after a few minutes, me and Ben were like, did he leave? (laughs) (laughs) Is he just, is he gone? (laughs) Because I drove there, so I was like, did somebody come pick him up or something? I was waiting to like, get a text that was like, hey, I went back to my uh, dorm. <laughs> no, I would never I would never ditch like that. That's not a Duncan move. <laughs> I would go take a nap in the movie theater lobby before I went back to my dorm. That's, that's even crazier to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was... Um, I would say among the worst movie seeing experiences of my life. Oh, absolutely. Great movie though. Great movie. Outstanding. I remember I remember time. being like, damn, that was a great movie, but I wish I never have to do this again. Yeah. Um, little teaser to next week's episode is that um I just started watching National Treasure last night. Rewatching it, I guess, but I forgot A how cheesy it is, how bad the dialogue is. Just abysmal dialogue. But I it's still like it an all-time movie. It's a really good movie. Fantastic movie. I think we watched that in middle or in elementary school. I think I watched that not for the first time, but I remember being in like the Pembroke gym watching that. Some shit like I that. Just, I just remember it was always on was it FX or USA that always played it? That's it might a, have been TNT. No. It was, it was like one of those three channels. Yeah, one of them had the rights to it, and it was always on. Just constantly, like once a week at minimum. It was I like, think it was it TNT. Was either, yeah, it was either that, Step Brothers, or um, Talladega no, Step, Nights was always on. Step Brothers and Talladega Nights were on TBS. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Is okay. One of the three movies was always on television at almost any time you turn the TV on for like multiple years. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think everyone that I know can quote Step Brothers and Talladega Nights almost fluently. Almost like cover to cover. Right. Like I could hear somebody say a quote from that movie and I like turn and look. You know what I mean? Because I think one, I think it's just one of my friends. But then I realized that that movie was on national television so much that everyone's <laughs> that seen kind of a bit A big movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, there was a um, there was a Step Brothers reference in uh, the interview that you all just listened to. Shout out to me. 
I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. That's how they but no. Potato, potato. But yeah. Um, shout out Deadpool. Shout out Valentine's Day for producing terrible experiences. I think, honestly, I think the reason that all happened is because you and Ben wanted to listen to uh, Life of Pablo. You woke up early on purpose to listen to, listen to Life of Pablo. And I remember laying that in bed. That was and you... why I was so hungover. If we had just slept in. Yeah, you guys were blasting Life of Pablo, too. Yes. Yeah. Blasting. And I was literally like, oh, my God. <laughs> Not like I hated the music or whatever, but I was literally like. <laughs> like I am flo- miserable. <laughs> floating on this bed. Like, what the hell is. I Because I was still falling, waking up, falling asleep, waking up, falling asleep. And it was just I remember having a similar experience in which it was um, like I was awake for the search process. But once it once we actually put it on, I think I got back in my bed and I was just drifting in and out of sleep in this weird like dreamlike state of like almost like if I was having surgery and the anesthesia hadn't quite taken where I was just sort of coming in and out. And it was just absolutely blasting. Yeah, that was a crazy, like, it wasn't like a crazy party weekend. Like, what we did was absolutely insane on the part of at least me, myself. Ben might have been fine with it, but we drove there at night. I went and picked up Ben. I think I picked him up from Riviere. Picked him up from Riviere. Drove to Amherst. You guys got there at, like, 8 o'clock. Yeah, got there at, like, 8 p.m., blacked out, woke up, did all that stuff that we just talked about. And then immediately left it, and I drove Ben back to Riviere, and I drove back to my house to then drive back to Mass Maritime the next day. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Any sort of rational human being would be like, wow, this, these gentlemen have all committed pre-crimes and need to be put in jail immediately. Yeah, I just, I think even a year later, as a junior in college, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have driven out for one day. Yeah, I mean, like, I would say that I was almost not even in the same stratosphere of lunacy as you two because I didn't have to move at all. That was just what I was going to do no matter what. Oh, actually, I think I think part of the motivation, too, was that I was going to China and I probably wasn't going to see you again until I came home. I think that was definitely part of it because you said you had already gone to china but i was like or you were going to i china. was going to choose before i went to china because that it was makes my a ton of sense sophomore yeah. spring yeah okay that makes sense right anyways yeah, just absolute craziness um did you see the video of meek mill and takashi 69 almost getting in a fight yeah with their, well, calling that almost getting in a fight I mean, a lot of people have said it online already. Um, it's like calling both had, both had their phones a, up. an Olympic runner. They both had their phones up, <laughs> like filming each other, yelling at each other with some massive human human beings in between them. We're talking like NFL lineman size. Human they were beings. very, they were very large, probably well compensated security guards. Probably well endowed as well. If I had to guess. <laughs> so that was more of like a mom to mom grocery parking lot argument. Yeah, it was more of like a, a, a minor altercation. 
They were just yelling at each other and pushing their own security guards. Also, if you don't think Meek Mill would absolutely take Takashi 6ix9ine and put him directly in a grave, Takashi 6ix9ine is like, bro, he's like 5'3", I think. I think he is short. I think he is very short. He's a little mini-me, and he acts like he's got fucking... He's got a big old wrench swinging between his legs, and it's just like, hey, hey, little, little tyke, why don't you chill, chill out a little bit, you know? He's five foot six. Yeah, so he's essentially a midget when it comes to being a, an adult male. Meek Mill, six two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. That's fucking what eight inches. Yeah. <laughs> Just on reach alone, dude. If you put him in an octagon, <laughs> see you later. I mean, yes, but, like, maybe give him credit for... I mean, I don't know if he would have actually fought, but if, they, if he took that fight 5-6 six, six on 6-2, six, like, you're either incredibly stupid or incredibly brave. Or you, like, legitimately have martial arts experience. Yeah, I don't Which I'm he guessing he doesn't. No. <laughs> he does have R-word experience. Um, yeah, 13, I think. Yep. It's tough. That's a tough look. Which is one year older than 12. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. Just think about that for a minute. Just consider that sentence. <laughs> Imagine, I mean, it does not get worse than that act. But if the number was 12 instead of 13, I think it gets exponentially worse. Yeah, no, no, no. And then for every subsequent number you go down, it gets worse and worse. Obviously. But, but I think the biggest jump is 13 to 12. Absolutely. That's, tw <laughs> that's tween to teen. Yeah. <laughs> Not funny. Oh, God. That, Not that funny, dude. but also funny. <laughs> that dude. Why are we still letting him two things i don't know um but yeah we'll uh we'll uh wrap it up here with a little bit of bracket talk um richard said he doesn't know much about this but um i'm forcing him to do it anyway because that's kind of this whole episode is just me forcing richard to do things against as well um yeah it's not gonna be great but nothing i ever do is yeah, it's going to be remarkably average, but hey, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Uh, last week's matchups. <clears throat> Let me find them. Let me find them. It was the South. Yeah. The South. Future against Lil Wayne. Who do you think won, Richard? Lil Wayne. By a landslide. 87-13. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I voted in that one. Yeah. Do you not vote in all of them, you dick? Okay, I listen. I prefer the integrity of the bracket to like just pit willy nilly. Because like, if I don't know somebody, I'm not gonna. Okay, be that's fair. That's fair. I respect that. Hey, just a little side note: it is snowing in Nashville, Tennessee, right now. There is a full coat of snow on the ground. Zero snow here. This is something that, honestly, I haven't seen, I don't think, in the two years I've lived in Nashville. I've never actually seen this before. Snow? Uh, uh, like a ground coating of it? No, I haven't. Interesting. I to, the point that, 
they knew this was coming and they didn't salt the roads. Do they salt the roads often in Nashville? I feel like they don't have many salting trucks. Never. No, 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 they don't. I don't think they have any. Okay, so that's why. They just get a bunch of people to go and throw kosher salt around the streets. Um, Travis Scott against UGK. Any guesses, Richard? Uh, Travis Scott, but I think I voted UGK. I appreciate that. Um, 78-22 was the final. Travis Scott. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what happens when you have a Fortnite event. Yeah, sure. You sure. know, that really kind of regardless of whether or not you're good at rapping. If you have a Fortnite event, you're going to catch the votes. Um, T.I. against Gucci Mane. Ooh, that's a I mean, I voted T.I., I think. But um, Gucci Mane definitely won. No. Wow. 58-42 to T.I. That's a little closer. You know why I voted for T.I.? Because one time, uh, Connor, I was at Connor O'Grady's house when we were in either either freshman or like in eighth grade of uh, Georgetown Elementary School, middle school, high school, whatever. And we watched T.I. or he put on T.I. videos for like probably a half an hour straight, which is a lot of videos. Gesundheit. Motherfucker. Um... Yeah, I like T.I., but Gucci's just so, like, undeniable that I feel like, I don't know. Like, that guy was fat, and then he went to prison, and now he's jacked. I have to respect that, no matter what. Um, I think I voted for Gucci Mane, if I remember correctly, but, hey, who's to say? Outcast against Young Thug. Outcast. In a landslide, 71-29. This was uh, a funny one because Ben texted me and a screenshot of this and asked who was rigging the votes. And then my other friend uh, from Nashville uh, messaged us and said, uh, if you voted for Young Thug over Outcast, you should not be allowed to vote any longer. Yeah, I mean, I think Andre by himself would have a decent shot at this bracket. Yeah, my only you guys... argument, you, my the, my only argument to that would be just that he doesn't technically have like a solo album. Right. I, you guys brought that all up. I listened. I had my disagreements with how this bracket was assembled. <laughs> all right. Would you like to air them? No, because I don't remember all of them. But I remember listening in the car on my way to work and being like, "That's stupid. That's dumb. Disagree with that." And then <laughs> getting out of my car and forgetting all about it until this moment. <laughs> Being just whipping yourself into a nice rage and then getting out of the car and being like, yeah, no, I don't care, actually. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much yeah. how. That's why I listen to the radio. The <laughs> baby against Riff Raff. Uh, it's definitely the baby, but I wanted Riff Raff really bad. I would have loved Riff Raff to just have, be a dark horse, be like a St. Mary's or whatever the fuck that college is. St. Mary's from Chicago with the old yeah. nun lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, eighty twenty was the final, kind of a beat down, but I can understand why. Two chains against the Migos. Uh, two chains, and I voted for two chains. Yep, aka Titty Boy, sixty-seven thirty-three, kind of a blowout. Kind of closer than I thought, though. But also kind of more of a blowout than I thought. I thought this was gonna be neck and neck, but I think Migos and... is just not actually gonna 
rapping and so overplayed. Yeah, they had a couple of songs, but it's really just like a it's it's not two chains. No, they don't have the same two. name, two chains. That's yeah, just that. I think he won a name recognition alone. Probably. And also, I think Takeoff just went to jail for something. I he might have he might have R-worded to be honest. I don't remember. I don't want to throw accusations around, so I'm gonna toss an allegedly on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick Ross against Jeezy. Rick Ross. Yeah, I think Jeezy got a really unfair shake just because he doesn't have the name recognition, but I think he's a way better rapper than Rick Ross. Yeah, probably, but you know. It's... <laughs> This so is that's this not is, what this is actually about. <laughs> when you put it when you put it up to it and you let the masses vote on things like this, people are like people like me that are ignorant just see somebody and go, I know that person. Yeah. I know that's, that person. Should really next year we should just redesign this bracket and just not let other people vote on it. Well, where's the fun in that? That's true. Uh sixty seven thirty three to Ricky Rose. And last but not least. Uh, Pusha T and Missy Elliott. Pusha T won, and I think it was close. It was either, okay. Wait, don't say it yet. It was either close or a blowout. It wasn't like a sixty-seven thirty-three. It was either it was either like eighty twenty. So like, it was either like less than ten points or yeah, more than or like it's like twenty-five plus. Yes. So or like was, 30 plus. It was like it was 5743. So it was like it's 13. Pretty close. It's pretty close. Pretty no, close. I'm doing math wrong. 7 plus 7 14 points. It's pretty close though. Pretty close, pretty close. I mean, that's a that's a pretty quick swing, but the winner was push a T. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I What? Just name recognition. Yeah. Been more relevant. Music been more relevant lately been more been relevant for longer i think yeah also because i mean like he's been relevant since like the really early 2000s with clips maybe even like 1999 was the first clips album also president of good music the president of good music has been announced adidas gave me a million that on bounce um let me find the bracket most recent bracket cool so uh fucking next week we have the first matchup will be juicy j against kanye west um kanye by a lot um i have i can see the potential of it being closer than, than we think but I'm not I'm not smart about this stuff and it's gonna be a blowout. It might be ninety to ten. Ben's yeah. gonna Ben's gonna have his minions vote the other way after he hears this, but it's gonna be ninety yeah. to ten. We're we're gonna account for a, a solid swing in uh quote unquote absentee ballots, if you will, um right, right after the polls go live. Um, Mac Miller against Chance the Rapper. I think this one's going to be close. It's going to be very close, but it's going to be Mac Miller. Yeah, I think so as well. And I'm not going to say why. Because he's dead. Yeah. And, well, Ben's Minions. Ben's Minions. Also because he was a better rapper. 
and because he's had more albums and because he's way cooler and because Chance is kind of lame now and Mac Miller died doing cocaine. So that's pretty fucking cool if you ask me. Was you know? Do you know that was it? Life of Pablo, that Chance verse was supposed to be on. Like I cut. You know the one I'm talking about, the one you can find on YouTube and like nowhere else. Yes, I think it was the Life of Pablo. Coming full circle here. That's yeah. Well done. Um, yeah. Fuck. I think it was. Cause he, I think it was. Chance was on Father Stretch My Hands, right, or something mm-hmm. like that. Something and like then, that. or like light beam, ultra light beam, and then he was supposed to be on something else as well. He was supposed to be on like two songs. There's, I mean, there's so much. That's the other thing we didn't even touch on is there's so much lore about like the life of Pablo. Like there was supposed to be someone else on. I forget where I found it, but there was supposed to be like uh, I think like Freddie Gibbs was supposed to be on um, No More Parties in L.A. Something like that. I wonder if I can Google that. No more parties in L.A. Yeah. I think it was Waves. Is this uh, the one that Chance was supposed to? Not one of the ones. The one, the verse I'm talking about. So this was supposed to be the um, chance verse that I'm was, talking about. What chance verse that I'm talking about, or is that the free no. gifts one? This free is. Gifts. It was originally supposed to be no more cocaine parties in LA, yeah. featuring Freddie Gibbs. Maybe that's a maybe that's a remix. I don't know. Anyways, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, wait. This actually is super interesting. No more parties in LA has its origins in the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy sessions, where Madlib left five beats with Kanye, including this one. During the Life of Pablo sessions, Madlib brought six CDs for Kanye to rap over. Kanye ended up not liking the beats, only choosing to use one. No more parties in LA, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Madlib ended up giving the rest of the beats to Freddie Gibbs, and these songs ended up these beat songs and beats ended up appearing on Bandana. Madlib said six CDs. Gibbs took all of them, rapped over everything. Kanye waited too long. Gibbs rapped over everything. That's kind of fucking cool. There's a little tidbit for you guys. So this is kind of a rivalry matchup. Yeah, this is. But then also, uh, we have another kind of rivalry matchup coming up in a couple. But Eminem against Three Six Mafia. Um, yeah, Three Six Eminem. Mafia's out of Memphis. Yeah, we know we put it in there because the numbers suck my fucking dick. Um, Eminem in a landslide. But I also want to shout out Luke O'Connell making YouTube videos to Three Six Mafia. <laughs> Back in sixth grade. I just want to shout out Luke O'Connell in general. I wish he listened to the podcast. That would be a good podcast guest. He might. I, I bet you there's a chance he does. I would say 45%. I feel like there's... Um, I feel like he's not a big social media guy, so he might not know we exist. He has one of the funnier Instagrams. 
Yeah, dude. It's uh, what is the festival? It's uh, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Fuck! What is it? it's at? It's at Sebago. Blues Fest, Maine Blues yeah, Fest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maine Blues Fest. He has a post from 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and then it's a post, and it just says they canceled Blues Fest this year. <laughs> I mean, when you talk about Instagram aesthetics, like that's 10 out of 10. <laughs> the pinnacle. Chief Keef against Tech Nine. I don't know. Probably Tech Nine. I think this one's gonna be close. I think t- I hope Tech Nine. Kid Cuddy against Freddie Gibbs. Kid Cuddy. No, Freddie Gibbs. Drake I, against Wiz saying... Khalifa. Drake. Yeah. I'm going off with pure fame. Yeah, but I think Freddie Gibbs has recency bias, to be honest. Okay, Kid Cudi has nostalgia bias. Yeah, but he only has one good album. Two good albums, maybe. Really good. I know a lot of people. Not not as good as Freddie Gibbs. Hey, we'll see. This is all opinion based, so we're just picking up. (laughs) We'll see. I swear to God, though, if you fucking idiots vote Kid Cudi over Freddie Gibbs, I will rig this competition. Um, Big Sean against Royce to five nine. Big Sean. Danny Brown against Lupe Fiasco. Uh, no opinion. Slash don't know. I know Lupe Fiasco, but you should listen to Danny Brown. Yeah, probably not. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be on Wednesday. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the Britain episode. Uh, our fiftieth episode. Which is ironic because it's the first out of the 50 that I don't have Jackson. Yeah. Um, he's in Florida currently on drink, if my Snapchat is correct, 12. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, he, I would assume he's on 13, but I wonder if he sent me a Snapchat. Ooh, I do have a Snapchat. Uh, it's not from him. Opened one hour ago. So that was when he was on drink 12. I mean, he's got to be buckled, dude. What is it, 11 o'clock down there? He's been he drinking be asleep. all day. <clears throat> no, because he napped. He might be asleep. He might be asleep. But they were out an hour ago, so there's no way they're already back. Unless they're in, like, the hotel bar. They are in Florida, which it might as well be, like, 1850 Oklahoma. Why? <laughs> Just the absolute wild west. <laughs> no rules whatsoever. No rules at all. Yeah, no. Tennessee is like um, Tennessee is just like Tennessee in the 1850s, also except no for rules. one major difference. But ah, uh, ah. Uh, nice. Uh, I was telling I was telling you about this, but I want to start doing this bit. Um, not even a bit, but like a segment called like people I find on dating apps. And the girl who was like, if the Confederate flag offends you, uh, we will not be compatible. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you got it, honey. <laughs> the 
South will rise again. <laughs> okay, babe. Yep, you do you. <laughs> oh, and on that note, I think we're going to wrap this up. Um, again, uh, I hope you guys like the brain interview. We got a big time interview, a uh, real solid interview coming for you next week. Uh, already recorded. Um, we're hoping to have Bryn back again, kind of get a little bit deeper into some of the things we talked about. Um, but other than that, I hope you guys are having a fantastic Valentine's Day weekend. Um, make sure you thank all of your presidents, especially the founding fathers. Um, we all know that they made zero mistakes whatsoever um, and have created a perfectly um, flawless union. Um... <laughs> Got a little political there at the end. <laughs> Just took a real slide to the left. <laughs> took a left turn. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, see you guys next week. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Um, and uh, peace out, you fuckos. Oh. Baby duck if it quacks with a Ruger Top billing come cops and villainous shots is box shipped out and bought and y'all feeling it LP killing it, killer Mike killing shit What more can I say, we top billing it Valiant without villainy, viciously found victory Burnt towns and villages, burning, looting and pillaging Murderers try to hurt us, we curse them and all their children I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away So tell begging Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away hey, yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it the gut away Live to shoot another day